Hey, what's going on? It is episode 234 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I didn't notice until I added the podcast last week. You were like, hey, uh, it's Ben. You, you, uh, you did a little something I different. switched it up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because sometimes I do it and I sound really cynical. I'm like, this... Uh... Oh boy, this is bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was gonna. I, I flipped the script, and you guys don't. You keep you on your toes. I have a friend, uh, this guy Todd, who since I think the beginning of of, or at least since you've been around, mm-hmm. uh, has sent in. We've encouraged him to send in recordings or call into the uh, the voicemail and leave us a message. And so over time, Todd is. Uh, sent in messages, asked the stupidest questions that have ever been asked of us on the podcast. And I say that in, you know, with love in my heart, you say, Hey, I, I, I don't think Todd's questions are always that dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. I beg to differ, but Todd, <laughs> finally, it's been a while. He sent in a new question. Air so, Todd. Yes. Uh, air Todd, as I affectionately refer to him, uh, as has a uh, new question. So here we go. Now it's recently while there i noticed the hotel i was staying at had a bathhouse had a cold pool a hot pool shower area and a sauna while i was checking it out i noticed a couple guys in there completely naked there was even a sign that said no swimsuits no underwear just your towel and what god gave you were allowed in the bathhouse not ideal but i've traveled abroad for work several times and that's not uncommon in foreign countries thought whatever i wanted to try it out so i went in there as i've heard ben mention before he sometimes thinks if dave would try certain things I, too, sometimes wonder when I try things, would Dave or Ben do this? Now, before you answer, I've listened to enough shows. Right now, Ben is flipping and flopping in his head. But to quote Ben, when in Rome, so he'd probably try it. Dave is saying, that's why I have this intro for this guy, because that's a stupid question. Of course, I'm not going to do that. So let me change the scenario a little. Ben, if it was a co-ed naked bathhouse, would you still try it? Dave, let's say a sponsor comes to you and offers you the deal of a lifetime for your show. You'll never have to work again. Professional studio. Your podcast is going worldwide. But he closes all his deals in his favorite bathhouse. Just a bunch of naked and sweaty dudes hanging out while you three close your deal. You still recording out of your basement? Are you getting naked and sweaty and living your dream? Well, Todd, that's a great question. First, I want to ask, who is editing your questions? You were recording. uh, It sounded like... like, uh, you know that guy that used to go around when uh, when the whole thing first came out, the uh, that big anti-police campaign was all over the internet, and then there was this guy who's like a hillbilly dude who would like video record himself in different like cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it sounded like. Like he had to like he stopped, re-recorded, changed, whatever. So perhaps that was the audio of his TikTok video. Yeah, 
<laughs> could be. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. There was something going on in the background. I think that like he was dynasty. I think he was going to go more blue with it, and it was like, you know what? He's like, so I walked by the the sauna. I was checking out some dudes, and I thought to myself. Then I hear like the audio change. Yeah, right. So he's like, so I thought to myself, I was like, man, look at all these sweaty dudes. And he's like, oh, I forgot I was recording. And he's like, Sah. he stopped and went back and he TikToked it together. Very possible. So, uh, which so, is good for you, by the way, Todd. I appreciate the question. I appreciate your effort. Uh, I, I do think, too. I think you're spot on, and you're uh, in the during the initial scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm I had, well, Ben, I, I don't want to speak for you. Well, I think your deal is way sweeter than mine. <laughs> I'd like to say, I'd like to say. Well, you get to walk into a co-ed, a co-ed yeah, one. But dude, if the podcast goes national and it gets paid for and all that stuff, I implore you to go into that sauna. <laughs> you naked. push me in and take my towel off. And yeah. Just... I'm like, get in there. I'll push you in there. We'll both I feel like you naked. would have to sign something as well. How so? Well, I mean, I, how could I sign a deal without you signing a deal? There's some going to be some expectations of you. Oh, dude, I'm in there. Oh, I'm in there. You're before. already in there prior to that. Don't happening. even you don't even know want to know where the pen came from, but I'm signing that document for sure. So I will say this. Uh of course. I, I have <laughs> always found and I like I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I find the weirdest I hate to use the term romantic, but I, I find the weirdest things romantic. Mm. Uh and I said like the typeface on when you use a typewriter and things like this. Oh and, and I'm not gonna say wieners in a in a uh, Russian bathhouse. Okay. But what I will say is we talked about rounders appropriately last week, so this kind of fits in. Yeah. And there's a scene where uh, the main character goes to the bathhouse to find another buddy to kind of give him some money to get back on his feet because uh, he needs to play cards to raise uh, some money to get out of debt. And he goes to a bathhouse. Whenever I see that scene, I'm like, man, it just seems like a cool place to hang out with a bunch of ethnic people in a bathhouse. Yeah, like, like Spy, dude, with Sasha Baron Cohen. Same thing. He's, oh, dude, he's hanging out with like a, a Syrian army general during a bathhouse. It's it's almost like, I guess, the clothed version of smoking, like being in a cigar lounge. Air Todd's right, right on the money because that is where deals happen. Yeah, for sure. That's where everything, that's where the magic happens. That's where deals happen. So if you, I guess if, if your concern is that I would be concerned that I am, uh, Wearing my birthday suit in mixed company. I mean, I did go to high school. I did have to shower with other people. I have gone to the gym, so I'm yeah. not a stranger to uh, to being naked amongst other men. I hope nobody uh, <laughs> clips that out. Yeah. But I will. Uh, I would say that it's not. It's it's not my. Uh, it's not my safe space. That's they for sure. Like, they were like, dude, it's the off season. You don't have to keep coming in. Well, on one hand, <laughs> on one hand, I have the rounders idea, and then the other hand is the movie. Remember the movie with uh, Viggo Mor- Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen? Yeah, where he ends up in the the bathhouse with the uh, other two Russian gangsters who use the carpet cutting knife to yeah, attempt to murder dude. him A fight and cut off his wiener. House. Yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah. that too, which is also exciting. I mean, it seems like it's a very spy esque thing to do. That's one. That's why I use the term romantic. Do you think it's because there's like, like literally, there's like mystique? Well, not literally, because there's not mystique in the air, but like, like the air is clouded. There's, there's, there's a, a, a shroud of of secrecy. Everything I know about bathhouses comes from gangster movies. You know what I do when I go in like the heated sauna places? Mm-hmm. I am like, you ever see like a, you ever see like a a veil chameleon on a heat rock inside one of those like like uh you know what, are they, what are they, an aquarium, aquarium? Yeah. yeah yeah they just close their eyes and they just like sort of half like smile yeah. that's what i do i make i'll go in there i don't care i prefer it not be naked i'll be honest with you 
But like, I don't... I've done float tanks, I've done meditation. When I'm in there, I hate, 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 hate the guy who's shuffling around, drinking his water a lot, making loud breathing sounds. It's like, yo, dude, this... What are you doing? Like, what? You might as well wheel Miss Pac-Man in and start playing. You know what I mean? At this point, like, it's a place to reflect in your sweat and your thoughts. I don't like to be rude often. Like mm. in public, I'm always like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me." You first. When it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, you don't understand what mental prep it took to get in here. Right. So it took a lot for me to get in here uh, mentally. I, th- this ain't about you. This is about me. Like I'm just I'm over here in the corner. I want to go where the most steam is. Don't look at me. Well, this is so this is different. Unless we're going to make a deal. You're talking about uh a gym where you're going in there to schwitz to, you know, get the poison out. Yeah. What uh, are you talking about? <laughs> uh but what I'm talking about <laughs> What are you guys going in there for? What I'm talking what what he's talking about, these bathhouses are where people go to communicate. You're talking oh, about like going in there and sitting in the corner and and having your head down like oh, uh, I am, you yeah. know like you're trying to knock off the last couple of pounds pounds before a prize fight right that's completely counterintuitive to what he's talking okay. about I've been which thinking is about this wrong you go to this place everybody's got a towel on and then you go in there and that's where you you know you play dominoes or you you sit around and you uh, play rock paper scissors I like the guys or... that read wet papers in there <laughs> they read like the newspaper and it's like obviously like first of all it's hard to see it in here plus it's wet you know what dude I am thinking about it wrong. But I also, um, because of my nature, I get competitive. Right. Like people are uncomfortable, and I'm like, good, embrace the uncomfortable. Like I, I, I want to be the last person to get up and get out. So, I'm too aggressive <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like the only way that so there's there's this difference. The one is like the uh, the nice gym that you go to uh, has a, a seat for three or four people max, grown men. There's like. You know what I mean? It's like it's like two, a two-level bench. Yeah, I haven't seen one that's bigger than that. And like the the gym I was going to, is oh, super nice. I mean, eight to twelve. Okay, or let's something? see. Yeah, I've never sure. seen that many people in there, even if there was that much room. At yeah, the same you've time, you've never been to Omni, dude. No, that's I haven't. Cool. Second yeah, floor, have. second floor bathroom that you were super, talking about. Yeah, but anyway, uh, with that being said, I, I I think it's just a different feeling. So I what think- he's talking about is a foreign country bathhouse with people there to commiserate, not people there to just. Meditate You're right. and lose weight. You're right, and I've never done it in it being a social setting. Ever. Right. Maybe I gotta try it. Yeah. Let's do you it. Couldn't Let's do have that. a hey my schwitz. You, you, know? you couldn't that's what I'm saying is I don't think you could do that at Omni. You would have to do that at an ethnic bathhouse How in long, the city. Well don't they have signs that are like, hey, don't stay in here more than like twenty minutes? I don't know. Do they? Yeah, I don't, usually. Not, but I at think health clubs I think, they do. But I think those the bathhouse ones, I don't know that they're as steamy as the health club ones. I think right. they're just like, we're I don't know. We're, we're getting, getting, getting mired in the minutiae. Sure. Point is, your deal is super sweet because there's a lot at stake. Yes. Of course you How do it. you sign a piece of paper and that's, isn't it too wet? My deal was just, it's co-ed. And the answer of, of course I'm going in there. <laughs> uh, but I, you know I'm going to be worried about the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. The entire See, time. I think the other way. It's never going to stop. You, I, I would rather go in and I would go in and sign a contract. No, no questions asked. What yeah. Question? I do both of them, to be fair. <laughs> well, of course, good for I'm you. I'm down for whatever. But good like, for you. I don't, I don't think you would. I think you say you would, but oh, I don't do think Dude, 100%. Well, all right. Of course I would. Yeah, right, I right. totally would. But I'd be down, of course. Yeah. But I just, if it was co ed the whole time, I'd be worried about being professional. Mm-hmm. I want. I want it to be. A, how do you? How are you professional? I'd want it to be a good day for me. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Some days you show up. Some days you show up less. I'd want it to be a good day. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. 
I'd want you, to know, uh, you know ahead of time though you know right away first thing in the morning yeah but I walk around a little bit you know no I'm just jacks. saying you already know what, <laughs> what kind of day it's gonna be uh do you yeah I think so I mean yeah, I don't think probably. you're gonna get any major surprises no no but uh, you know there's some people who know there's other people who have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about right, <laughs> right right no I think I think either way you're okay I think well, either way you're okay. Let me, I, I would. Airtown is right. And I was flip-flopping in my head because like, there's reasons I wouldn't. But uh, I have made it a point the last couple of years to embrace the uncomfortable. I am going to be taking a, a carpet knife with me, though. That's for sure. Whether you whether whether, whether whether it be to, to sign a contract or to just schwitz with some, <laughs> uh, cut some close friends. What do you whatever. talk about in there? I see him do it on Seinfeld and stuff, and they're like, ah. You know, uh, me and me and my friend Adam went out uh, like two Mondays ago in the middle of the afternoon and smoked cigars. We both had the day off of work. And uh, we had no, uh, that was after we drank our three-hour coffee. Unreal. And we So we had like about a five-hour uh, hang and uh, didn't run out of things to talk about. Just living sure. the dream, really? <laughs> no, not no for kidding. one second. No. That's good. I, uh, let me ask you this. Have you seen, and ever since I've been off Twitter, I, I, I don't see anything about politics, but I have been seeing. You don't seeing, see it on Facebook? You no, not really. I don't, I don't go to shit. Facebook anymore, except to post stuff for the, for the, well, that's uh, good. for the podcast. I try, I try to just go to my mentions, but still. I only go to Instagram, period. That's really where I spend all my ah, time. Ah, see? Yeah. That's where it's picking up a lot of steam, but I just, it doesn't interest me. Well, the one thing I keep, you know, so memes are very uh, prevalent there. And I keep seeing these stupid memes of Elon Musk's new car, the truck. Yeah. And I saw a video of like his his, uh, space truck pulling like an F-150 backwards. Like it has super powerful. And obviously we know the Tesla is like, it goes from like zero to 900 in like 30 seconds or 10 seconds or whatever. Whatever the, it's super fast and super powerful. Now he's got this weird alien truck that looks like my seven-year-old drew it. God bless that guy. Why doesn't everybody uh, just get out of the way and let them do stuff? Yeah, no, I agree. But my feeling is, is like if you're that level, if you if if the engineering, if if the, you can come up with cars that are that can go from here to here in no time and can fly and can do all these crazy things, don't you think you could have a little eye for detail too? Like you got to make the thing so stupid looking. You know what I mean? Like so all all the and I don't know if it's a prototype or what it is, but obviously this uh, this weird truck car thing looks insane. It they made me it laugh. like a kid's drawing. Somebody said it looked like a car that a kid designed on Minecraft. Right. And that actually, yeah. for the internet, that made me laugh. Because it is super, I guess maybe that makes it aerodynamic, right? It's dumb looking, though. But like a stealth, not a stealth bomber, but a stealth fighter, they're like that. Those, those jagged those edges. Are, but they're still super cool looking. Yeah. This is not that. Dude, it looks like, remember you made me watch that movie, The Wraith? Yes. It reminded me of that the moment I saw it. I was like, sweet, bro. Yes and no, because this thing reminds me of a brick of cheese painted silver with wheels on it. It looks like somebody with like a logical engineering mind, and then they didn't bring it to the boardroom and have somebody goes, yeah, but it's got to look cool, too. Yeah. Like, he's like, that's not important to me. And or, I respect that. Or a kid who felt real bad about the, uh, what do you call those little cars in Boy Scouts? Pinewood Derby. Like he made a crappy Pinewood yeah. Derby car, and the dad's like, don't feel bad about yourself. All the cool kids are doing it. I made a, a man-sized version <laughs> of the same piece of shit you made. He's like, listen, you can make this with no sandpaper, because it's all just edges. Right. There's no reason to smooth out any lines. I used a jigsaw, made one cut, and that's my car. Like, you know how they make them out of that, like, modeling clay? That yes. red. They make the vehicle out of, like, that red clay? Like, 
they brought him things that like make curves, and he's like, "No, thank you." He just took a notch trowel and went zip. Well, that, zip. I mean, you made a Pinewood Derby car, correct? Yeah, sort did of. Did you just, or did you just buy the one? They give you the box. No, oh, we bought the kit, and then uh, you maybe go to the hardware store and use their bandsaw or whatever, and you make a couple of cuts, or you can buy ones that are actually like a semi, and then you just like detail it and you know make. Uh, I think we just, it well, we had to put the wheels in and stuff. God, I hope they don't do that again this yeah, year. Yeah, they, the, they do it every year. It's the worst. But, so basically, I'm just gonna take them. You to just America. put the wheels on it. That you get a, a square brick, yeah, and you didn't cut it into a shape. Uh, I think there was some cutting, but oh. but dude, just putting the wheels on it doesn't explain it. It's like it's well, gotta be just so. Yeah, and the thing is, is you really the the wheels, uh, the nails and the wheels that come in the box. I wouldn't even use those. You gotta go buy like aftermarket special ones. I just, I just wouldn't make it combine with derby anymore. Yeah. Like I did it once as a kid. That's I did the it one once cool thing Cub Scouts brings to the table, though. Is it though? Yeah, I is mean, it? I think every well for dads. I think I, they I, did a recruiting thing at the beginning of the year, and they got to shoot rockets in the air. That was pretty dope. Way yeah, I don't cooler. need Cub Scouts for that though. I mean, I feel like we, I was doing those stupid rockets when I was growing up, um, and now, like I never this, did bro. Pinewood Derby or had a Pinewood Derby track. So that's the only place you have access to. Yeah, that. it's a sweet car that goes in a straight line <laughs> down for twenty feet. Yeah, like, again, yeah, that's about as cool. it's about as exciting as watching real cars drag race or or NASCARs go around in a circle. No, I I have never found I can't I don't understand car racing. The lengths I go to to find replacements for church is unreal. <laughs> I got to make these dumb cars. Yeah, just go get God already, man. I tell you, I wish if only, sir. So anyway, yeah. So I saw this stupid Elon Musk car, and I'm like, can this guy? It's like he needs. Remember, we were talking about him having a girlfriend. Probably like six, eight months ago, and you're like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, like, can't Elon Musk come up with like a, a concept and then run it by a chick and be like, can you just make this a little more, a little prettier? Like, yeah. here's, I'm going to do the engineering end of it. You do the, you know, decoration end of it. Yeah. Put a, yeah. you know, put a couple flowers on it. You it's know, everything. Like the VW is... bug with the flower pot in it. Yeah. All the drywall is sanded and primed. Right. Start picking colors and getting lamps. Yeah. I need you to get some swatches together. Get a sconce or two and put it on the side of this thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for so sure. Well, every, every guy needs a female to stop him from going full-blown crazy, and he's super close to that. He is. Yeah. He, and what's weird, too, I don't know what, what is he, he's Russian, right? Whatever he wants to be. <laughs> well, I have started to get. And I I know I've told you I don't watch TV anymore. And what I mean by that is I don't watch any like television on a weekly basis, except for I still watch The Wire and you stream Sopranos. Stuff. Yeah, I still, but I still stream the old the stuff I was streaming ten yeah, years ago. That's cool. Um, but I did start watching this show, Ninety Day Fiance. Have you ever seen this? I've heard about Dude, it. It's insane. Tell me about it. So, from what I gather, because I'm I'm new to it. Uh, it's about people that like maybe get on the dating apps and find a significant other slash lover who becomes a lover it's over like ma- overseas. Voluntary mail order, kinda. yeah. So yeah, it's not mail order. So like you find a girl, kind of. She lives in Russia. You start talking to her, and then you decide you meet, and then ninety day fiance comes in and they go, hey, we're gonna we're gonna basically sit here and videotape. She's gonna come to America, or you're gonna go there. And uh, once we start taping from that point, you have 90 days before, until we before expect we go you any, to be married. Before we go any further, how can I find this show? I'm not sure. I just Don't talk, say like I talk, I talk, into, be I talk into my remote. 
It is streaming. Oh, you can okay. watch. I mean, there's Hulu back episodes. There's like, I got them all. There's matter. eight seasons already, I think. Okay. So I, I'm, you know, now there's a, a there's an extra show called 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk. And what that is is you're watching the show, but you're watching other people watch the show and comment. They, like, pause it. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater, but oh. for 90 Day Fiance. But so the 90 Day thing comes in where they go, you guys got 90 days to decide whether you want to hit it or quit it. Whether you're going to get married. So your fiance like for ninety said, days. It's like, yeah, ninety days. Well, I mean, it's more than hit it. Hit it or quit it. Right. It's so, literally what it is, right? You, yeah, they have to fly overseas and meet each other's parents, or, or hit it and hit it because hit yeah. it has to happen. Exactly. Well, yeah, you'd think. I'm not going to India if it's not, bro. Well, some of these people were pregnant by the time the show even starts. Like they went over there and they met them one time, Oof. and they got pregnant. And now they're on the show 90 Day Fiancé, so they have 90 days starting from that point. You could blend Maury Povich in. It could be a whole. <laughs> yeah, it could get crazy. Yeah. But I. Povich talk. I don't know what it is, but it's like one of those. I've never watched the pregnant teenager. MTV had it like uh, 16 and pregnant. And pregnant or, yeah. I, I don't care about any of that. But this is funny because. What an, what an awful idea. What, a, what 16 and pregnant? I blame MTV for so many things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you're right about that. 16 and pregnant. Yeah. Let's follow the them around and terrible, see how man. they're dealing with it. Like, where's the food? It's bad news all the way around. Dude. It's bad news all the way around. Ugh. Now, so this 90 Day Fiance is interesting because it allows couples to sit back. Like, So the couples who are doing the pillow talk, as I understand it, are couples that got married on 90 Day Fiance in the earlier seasons. So now they're back to watch other people oh. go through the same thing they went through. I heard some of the women are real uh, pieces of work. They, they treat they're these guys like, like garbage. There's like a you know guys that are like fifty. Well, when you're again when you're in your forties or your fifties and you find a woman who's twenty, and you're like, I don't know what it is. I mean, people think I'm an old creep, but it's basically our hearts are one. It's like, yeah, dude, no, go back to the first thought. You're, nope. you're the old creep. Yeah. And then that girl's, you know, telling him she needs an iPhone the minute she gets to the country. You want your or, parts you know. to be one, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is, but it's just funny hearing people, like, try to convince. You You got some guy who's, like, a fat, old, bald guy who's, you know, got a pension and a good job, and he finds some woman from some third-world shithole. Yeah, Sri Lanka. Yeah, and then he brings her over, and all of a sudden they paint her as, like, a money-grubbing gold digger. And it's like, yeah, but isn't he doing the same? I mean, it's, 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 you, it you know what I'm funny. saying? It is funny. It is funny. You're just in it for the money. It's like, well, what do you think he's in it for? But she's 20. Why would she, why would she be interested? Yes. She wants to come to America. She, she wants, wants her visa. She wants, you know, money. And probably after 90 days, she'll, you know, and you sign all this paperwork, she'll be here and uh, she'll divorce you and be, you know, find somebody way better. Well, as long as she doesn't get half, that's not a bad deal for everybody. I just feel like every couple should watch this because it's interesting to see it. the same. You know, you ever watch a show with your wife and they're arguing on the show about something you and your wife argue about. And the guy like for us, the guy on the show makes a great point and you kind of or a point you've recently made. Yeah. Every time and we watch Curb Enthusiasm, <laughs> you look every over, single time. No, about her. I'm talking about. Yeah. And you still. look over and you're just like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, see? this isn't something I came up with on my own. Yeah. I'm not some uh, outlier psychopath. Yes. Like, we all, like, this is a... Well, you are, but... Well, yeah. I mean, but, we are. But, like, imagine if I wasn't. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yes. That's the argument I'm... That's the narrative I'm trying to push, is that it's not just me that's crazy. There's other people that are crazy also. Well, my son was talking about how they're reading uh, Romeo and Juliet, and we were talking about movies and TV, and I was like, if you think about it, you know, a lot of these Shakespearean plays, there's, like, 
I don't know, five or six different major themed ones. And a lot of these TV shows and movies, you know this. I mean, a lot of movies they're are based on these same, yeah, yeah, they're all the same shit. The Iliad or whatever. And is that how you say it? Is that how you say it? The Iliad? The Iliad? Yeah. yeah. And you ever read that? When I was in like, I don't know, 10th grade maybe. You did? Yeah, well, in school. Like part, I don't know. I never had whole... to read in school. I didn't have to read any books in school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we Dude, went, if I showed up and didn't stab people, schools. they were like, B plus. <laughs> well, with that being said, uh, I, I was trying to explain to him, I go, there's only really like, it's almost like music. It's like everything is based around these same four or five chords. Seven, like you're, there's seven notes, bro. You Seven, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you just strum differently or you arrange them a little bit differently and you make a couple ooh-ahs in between and the song's different, but it's always the same. Yeah. So, so much really cool filler between those seven notes. Going back to this, what I was talking about, 90 Day Fiance, all these concepts are the same, like, all the arguments are the same, the same ones you have with your wife, the same ones I have with my wife, uh, the same ones she has, the same arguments they have about us. So it's just interesting to they watch. They don't really do that, do they? What? They don't talk about us. <laughs> What's going on with you? I got a cold sore, dude. A herpes? Act like you didn't see it. Yeah, yeah herpes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I saw it. I didn't want to say anything. I know. Yeah, you and everybody else except for the people that do want to say it. <laughs> dude, it, all right, listen. It, okay, you weren't you weren't always the the Ben we see in front of us. We we you, you made mistakes. What do you mean by that? See, this is what I'm getting at. This you know exact, what it is. Nah, this you is exactly what it is, dude. This is exactly what I'm getting at. I'm so angry. It's been like a week of this. It's like a week. It's can like you, I'd, can I'd, you clean that screen when you're done talking in the mic? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta sp- I gotta burn it. <laughs> I gotta get, dude. Everything, everything I've touched, I have to get rid of. Mm. I can't. I can't kiss my kids. I've been sleeping in the garage by the litter box. Probably best. 3.7 billion people <laughs> under the age of 50 have it. Yeah. Yet. 3.7 billion people globally. Mm-hmm. Yet. You walk in a room with one, and everyone's like, I guess we sucked the wrong guy. I have to do every single time. What are you going to... I, I still don't know. I got to find a real doctor. You can Google, but the, the results aren't good. It is... I've done wild stuff in my day, right? None yeah. of it resulted in that. It resulted in like jail time, people not loving me anymore, uh, broken limbs, um, broken limbs while in jail. So let's be clear though: you didn't, you weren't eating a piece of food and got a little overzealous and bit your lip. This is a sore, a postulating sore that came. When you from say within. postulating, I think you just added one gross <laughs> adjective. I've never stuck to it, but yes, thank you. Postulating, yeah. This so this rough. is something that came from within your body and burst it out. Not- my body. Even my body doesn't like me anymore. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. So you I think, love how. So did you have that statistic at the ready in case anybody? Uh, I googled it today. <laughs> I googled it today because, dude, I'm at work and some guy's like, "Hey, man, what's going on with your lip there?" I was like, "I don't know. Uh, I guess it's some weird thing." I'm the first person to ever, ever me and 3.7 billion people have to all explain to ourselves how many people are in the world. 11 billion? Okay. I don't know. Am I right? I don't think you are. I think it's about 50% of the population gets it. Let me say, dude, I've never had bad acne. Never really got it. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a zit here and there, whatever. You fight with one there. Never really got it. However, no one's ever had a zit and walked in a room and said, who'd you, like, yeah, because like, that's not how, where you get zits Like, from. what went wrong on your Cub Scout camping trip, that's right? That's not how you get zits. Yeah, how do you get uh, a cold sore? Uh, I believe you get it from touching somebody else. Putting your mouth sore. in dirty brown Putting... paper bags in the alley? 
putting your mouth on something dirty, yes. What dirty? Someone's mouth? I don't know. Whatever happened. What, you don't what, know. What, I don't know. I, I, bro, I, I, what I I'm know. saying, I know is, in seventh grade, apparently, I kissed the wrong girl, and it's been all downhill since. I'm, every every three years, I gotta, I gotta. It's Yom Kippur. I gotta, I gotta atone for my sins. Whatever you put your mouth on, I, I'm of the belief had that same sore on it. So, <laughs> you could fill in the blank on that. Yeah, but everyone fills in the blank with like something contact terrible. Contact. What, there what was if, nothing good. What if? What, if what, what do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What I'm saying. It was our in my this is the way I imagine it is it's already presented itself and you still decide to put your mouth on. Yeah, that's wrong and that's TikTok I'm not a doctor. and that's Kmart and I want to use the R word I'm so not bad a right doctor. now. No. So you're not. So you yeah. really think I saw a gross sore and was like, "Give me a piece of that." I anyway, feel like there's some and type, or blew a dude. I mean, <laughs> what, I, I would this say this is what I'm up against. I I guess I would wrong and I guess I would be wrong in saying that you have impulse control issues no you wouldn't be wrong about that but but half the population gets them yet everyone hates them if i see somebody with a cold sore i'm like ugh, what'd you do i know they didn't do anything now you don't know they didn't do anything dude people without cold sores do gross stuff don't would you not say that 99.9 i've done gross stuff with people that weren't gross at least during the time when it was announced thought magic johnson had homosexual sex in order to get his aids yes even though he was married and he was a known uh, ladies' man. Yeah. People were like, yeah, we're not believing any of that. You're gay. Right. That's what the thought was. That's what it is with cold sore. Do you still believe that? You, what? That Magic Johnson is a homosexual. No, I never okay, did. Because we know better, right? I never we know, did. We know better. I was like, that dude probably bangs prostitutes. Okay, but are they gay prostitutes? Or not prostitutes. He doesn't have to pay for it. He probably just chicks throw themselves at him. Okay, but again, back then you have to remember the the the... The norm was is that people thought that let's it was. Let's not talk was, about ignorant people in the nineties. So, okay, not, let's, but let's what not. I'm saying is, is we haven't evolved yet when it comes to cold sores. Now we know that that's not. Well, how you I'm get gonna AIDS. push it forward like Rose McGowan did with me too. Alyssa, I'm the Alyssa Milano of cold sores. Okay, all right. Okay. We're here. We're out yes. there. We're postulating. It's not okay, I, dude. Nobody gets a big zit and somebody goes, "Hey, man, who who'd you blow?" Right. And dude, there's, there's, there's again. That's not how it's come about. It's not how cold sores come about either. Yeah, but I I think it's it's, it's all right, dude. I never I never blew still a dude, a right. It never happened. Yet I have one. So <laughs> so what? Every, I don't so know. every time you see a person with a cold sore, you think they did something disgusting. To get I mean, it? I don't have a voice stress machine here. I'm going to take you at your word. I yeah, believe you if you I say that's what you did. To. Don't start prying. Is it possible? Don't you start prying now? Is it possible that someone else did and then you kissed that person? Um, I do. I guess within the within. Five, I don't think anybody in their pseudo <laughs> six. I don't think anyone in their pseudo right mind would see a sore and be like, "That's cool. I'm good with that." <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. Either. I don't think that like 57 percent of the population is that not in their right. So mind. maybe maybe the it sore sticks around for is... three four days. How about you just have a cold sore because you got one from whatever the who knows? Maybe the sore if the sore is dormant at the time you can still contr- that's probably what it is you do- okay think think about the other herpes the other grosser one mm-hmm. whatever right is there a grosser one mm. not grosser but more worse i don't know that's like hodgkins and not hodgkins well one's gross and you go okay i'm gonna put like some carmex on it to highlight it for a while so that's gonna be a rough week mm. but the other one is like yeah we can't do any- one's grosser right i'm not sure <laughs> I'm really not sure. 
I don't know. I don't have experience with either, so I, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm saying they're equally gross. You are. I'm saying they're here from from my dude. What a billion people is, have cold sores. There's you really there's one any- that's a cold sore that we call it a cold sore if it's on your mouth and it makes everybody feel better. Yeah. We're like, oh, he must have got that because it's cold out. Or see, I have you a do cold. With, see, you're doing a thing with your but, eyes. But then everybody <laughs> else goes like, I bet you, I bet you, he has, you know, the the the, the drapes match the curtains, probably. Oh, you think people think that? Probably. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, if you Wouldn't have, you think that? I think a lot of people have the other one, but you just don't know. Yeah, because, well, they wear pants. So are you going to wear a pair of jeans over your face? I'm going to um, wear a uh, doctor's, what do you I got, mean, like a mask, like yeah, a surgical mask. Yeah. Dude, those, there's no, that's the other thing, too. There's no hiding them. You just got to go around for a week and be like, yeah. Here, all right, dude. I it's gotta, fine. No, We're it's here. not fine. There's nothing fine Listen, about it. dude, we like you. I, We've, nah, you don't. I got a cold sore in like, I think like in seventh grade. I meant we as in the listeners. Not me. You know what, dude? Seventh grade is when I started smoking mm-hmm. and people would like share things mm-hmm. to smoke in like the woods. I, I, feel, I bet that's it. I feel like that's the same way that a girl says that she might have got pregnant by a toilet seat. I feel like you're just trying to reach a little too far. Well, we... I got, dude. I got to talk to a doctor under one you of those should. stress tests. You should, because I've done gross stuff as an adult, mm-hmm. but that, the ship had already. I sailed. mean, to say the like, oh, I sailed. mean, there, I can remember there was many times where like, you know, we had a bottle of Jack Daniels because it's super cool and tough, and we were passing. Yeah, why is that? Why is that not a couple of bikers thing? and pirates in there, and that might yeah. have been where I contracted this. I remember during cold a sword. tough man contest, a guy <laughs> handed me a right. solo cup. Yeah, and I was like. Yeah, I was doing so. I was doing bare knuckle. He's like, bo- hold on to this Cuban cigar that was, I've already gotten all wet with my mouth and put it in your mouth. I was bare knuckle boxing in a basement. Right. Some guy punched me right after he wiped his lip. You think right. that's yes? That could be exactly. Dude, it's yes. bullshit. There's no hiding them. Like you need a ski mask. There's nothing that still won't help. Dude, I gotta turn in. Who has I gotta a ski turn mask in my... that covers their mouth. Oh, good point. Damn it, that's a really good son of a. Bitch. Well, you could a get sock. one of the, the snowboard ones that the you know the neoprene ones that just have the little pinholes. No, I got to wear like those president masks from like. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> from Point Break. Point Break, yeah. That's the only thing. You can't wear. Look, first of all, and then if you get a cold sore, you can throw away your um, your permit to carry. Mm, yeah. You We're cannot walk into a liquor store wearing a president mask and have a displayed gun. That's true. Dude, the doors are going to get locked. The, Again, the cops people, are coming so fast. We've learned too much from movies. They're going to be like, right, he's going to rob us. And he probably blew a dude earlier. Everything's perverted. He's going to rob us, and he probably did something disgusting. Eh, check and check. It's not cool, man. It's not cool. You know what else is not cool? I uh, saw an advertisement earlier um, I was watching when I was watching uh, 90 Day Fiance. It doesn't, nothing else matters until this goes away. Okay. Like, I just got to, like, cash my chip. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's all-encompassing. It's like, there goes your week. Well, I'm going to circle back here for you, but I saw an advertisement where this guy was talking about how he had rotten teeth that basically fell out of his head. And it's a commercial. I I wish that's all I had. It's a commercial for a guy that like used this, like went to this company and got like new veneers. And he was talking about how people, he's like, I can't go through the day without 10 or 12 people coming up and commenting about how beautiful my teeth are. Uh, Except they're not yours. I've been on the planet for 40, almost 43 years. Never complimented another man about, the quality of his teeth. I've seen good teeth. I've seen bad teeth. Never thought to stop somebody. Now I will. I will admit that man and woman. I have, and I let me ask you if you have. 
I have commented or had stopped because somebody's eyes. I just see the. I have saw. I've seen somebody's eyes before where I've been like, I gotta, I gotta tell you, those are those. You got some. You those eyes are pretty. Crazy. Yeah, when I see a black person with blue eyes. Okay, that's not necessarily always the case for me, uh, but that that's great. We're in the tree of trust, right? I yes. just told you like <laughs> twenty minutes of herpes details, but I have you ever stopped someone and said like, "Wow, your eyes are." Yeah, man or woman. Yeah, honestly, it's probably been dudes more. Yeah, I, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because if it's a dude, it's like you go like, what? what? Like, yeah, you start questioning like the fabric of who you are. You're like, huh? Hey, <laughs> I don't want to be weird, dude. But uh, yeah. Well, uh... have you ever said anything about somebody's teeth, even if they're beautiful? Like maybe in like passing, maybe like if we're if this if the subject okay, is, nice teeth. If the yeah, you got nice teeth. If the subject is on teeth, and I go, well, you for example, you have really nice teeth. Okay, but I would never walk up and be like, hey, your well, teeth look. As a matter of fact, dude, I saw an interview with not an interview, it was like a picture of a. <laughs> well, watch like five seconds of it. I'm not. It was the singer from the Goo Goo Dolls. I'm not watching that shit. This happened like a week. I mean, a month. Well, that like twelve years ago. All right, but, so I bought a, I bought a DVD on Goo Goo Dolls, a Blu-ray. A laser disc, I'm, you know. So I'm watching the guy from Goo Goo Dolls, and he's doing an interview, and his teeth look like is Johnny Resnick. Dude, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like in something about Mary. They were. I don't like like Joe Biden's <laughs> got the same teeth. teeth. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, they're all like all your teeth are not supposed to be the same size. Right. You got different sizes. You got different shape ones. You got molars. They look like a key, like a piano. Yeah. When yeah. people make fake ones, it, it it literally just looks like a keyboard, and mm. it's like. It's weird to me because then I go, "What's under those? Do you have rotting gum?" Like I think of for Ren- sure. I think of like Ren and Stimpy. I don't know if you ever watched Ren and Stimpy oh, for sure. But yeah. Ren, when he got his teeth pulled, he had these stinky gum holes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think of stinky. When I see perfect teeth, I go, "I bet you have stinky." Well, that's they. What they have is gums with posts that they have drilled in there, and then they they hook this thing into the. So teeth they have the fake teeth on top of what is just like gremlin yeah. mouth. Yeah. I'd rather you have Snaggletooth. Well, the point of the commercial was that the guy was saying, like, it's given him a new lease on life. He's able to walk around the office, and he's got all this new confidence. And I started laughing. I I started laughing because I'm like, hey, these people also knew you before you went on vacation, dude. And so you came back with new teeth. So, yes, people 10 times a day are going like, hey, Harvey, what the fuck happened with your teeth, man? That's what Carl did. Carl went to Mexico, and he came back. He's like, look, bro, I got new teeth. (laughs) And I was like... I go. They're in my pocket, but check them out. Yeah, anyway. no, I was like, I was like, I gotta be honest. Like, why? First of all, why'd you go to Mexico? And he's actually kind of smart. Like, they do it for like half price. I go, but the old you look like maybe you didn't brush well enough. The new you looks like you're insane. Like you and like like you have one of those like um, wind up teeth. Right. <laughs> like you got chattered teeth in your, you know. Well, it's it's no different than when you see somebody with a god awful tat that just got a god awful tattoo. And I'm not talking about the quality artwork, the concept. Like say they got you leave my sh- tattoos on. It's it. just a shitty tattoo, and you go like, "Yeah, like it's really awesome." Like, like check out my tattoo. You're like, "Yeah, though, it's really vibrant and yeah. colorful." Yeah, you go like, "Oh, you got all the horror movie characters <laughs> on you, <laughs> right? Each right. one, right?" Oh, look, pinheads in there. Exactly. There's Chucky. So and you know the artist is really good, and he's like, I'm, "This is no." He's different. like, "Bro, it's two hundred bucks." This hour. is no different than the than the cold sore because it's like. You put this, that person's willing to If you see someone with a bad tattoo, you're going to go, that was a poor decision. If you see someone, see the someone with a cold sore, I also say that is a bad yeah, decision. Yeah, but it has to do with and boom, just like behavior. that, I circled around. Mm. <laughs> it does mean bad behavior. You uh, have not described to us wh- how you could get a cold sore. 
Yeah, you outside could do of what we already think. You think I'm crazy? I I feel like you could share a coke with somebody in middle school. You could share a cigarette with somebody in middle school and get one. Okay, I know well, what I, mean, I didn't do in middle school. There's a lot of people the, the that shared cokes with people and didn't get dude, one. So yeah, because they just didn't. Oh, you know who didn't? About but I think the about is the forty-three percent of the people didn't. Right? Okay, I don't. Maybe. Yeah. So you guys are stingy with your cokes. I happen to be a generous with my sodas. Yeah, I'm a germaphobe, so I, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm not. Apparently, this is biting me in the ass right now. <laughs> Apparently, well, the uh, does uh, it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. It's like split open and postulating. Yeah, it's like it's like anything else. Like when it's trying to heal, and it's like what. Like, you can't eat, you gotta, well, you can eat, but you gotta, like, eat, like, hurry. No salty stuff. No. Like, you, you have to eat, like, a 90-year-old. It's all off. I can feel it. I can feel it taking over my body. Yeah, it's the worst gross. thing that ever happened. People go, that's hey, man, bad. what's up? And I go, what's up? <laughs> Nothing's up for the next, like, eight days. Nothing. I mean, those are, that's, that's just terrible. Dude, I feel, I, I feel, I feel like every time I get the flu, at least when you lose weight and you get to watch the, the um, um, Band of Brothers box mm. set. Cold sore, you don't lose. Well, you, maybe you lose a little bit of weight. Cold sore, when you when you get really sick, people feel bad for you and bring you, you soup. When you get a cold sore, say. they just assume you had. You know. Sure. Yes. It's Fortuitous. Brutal. It's brutal. Blah, blah, blah. And everybody goes, dude, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. Nobody says it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, they do. You said well, it. Well, you tried not to, you know. It's I a pretty was, big deal. It's a pretty I mean, I don't big want, deal. I'm glad my kids it's are asleep. It's a big deal. Since you're here, you know. I don't yeah, want I them to have to see those things. Your son saw me in a tank top and he wasn't okay for a week. Imagine if he saw me with this fucking flesh wound. <laughs> this goddamn flesh You know flesh what wound? I wasn't okay about? I went uh I went I, to I went I, to the art I, museum. I, got, I can't even. I just <laughs> I went to the art museum because my my wife wanted to uh see the Andy Warhol exhibit before it was taken down. And no, no kidding where? Uh in Chicago at the art museum. The Chicago Army. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Is there, is there another one? Yeah, there's local stuff. There's a little nah. center in Michigan City. I don't know. No. Nah. So uh, I I don't know. Would they have something as big as the Andy Warhol? Like, I don't know, dude. I've never been there, so I don't, I don't do art. Apparently, I anyway, just smoke cigarettes in the woods and get diseases. It has been confirmed by me that Andy Warhol is a hack and had a couple of had a couple of concepts that really took off and then took advantage of the uh, the general public with a bunch of nonsense. He had stuff in there that I looked at, and I was like, I could go crack this out right now at home with a large piece of cork board. And it goes to show pencils. you. It goes to show you where confidence can take you. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think the thing is, is you you hang around with a but he was he was obsessed with celebrity, so a lot of you know he he. I'm not saying the guy couldn't draw or paint. I mean, he clearly could. But you paint four, six, eight, nine different pictures of Marilyn Monroe with this making the same. You it, like you take the same picture and you paint it green. And then you do it in orange, and then you do it yeah. neon pink. It's like, okay, great. You don't need to do that with 40 other celebrities. It's, literally, it's like that's been literally done. literally what my kid does. Yeah, like, I'll right. just try different colors. Right. So then there was a couple, uh, what really blew my mind, there was a couple of, uh, like, he drew the front page of, like, let's just say the Post Tribune or whatever newspaper it was. And he even wrote out some of the stories or whatever. And then he, it's like halfway through it, it looked like he just gave up and went on to the next project. And I'm like, it's, it sucks. It's not he's, good. He's like, he's like, He's like Kanye West. Like once you get so big, people just go whatever. You... Kanye West is like this new. Thank album. you for finally coming around to this. No, I mean he's got moments. I yeah, really okay. like the first Kanye. I like the second one. Okay, but he's like, oh, uh, Sunday music, Sunday choir music is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna have Sunday. I'm gonna have Sunday gospel church in L.A. And everyone's like, I gotta get there. And you get there, and it's a bunch of people singing gospel, and you go, wait a minute. You you know what what says it up or what excuse me what what sums this up the best is the documentary Exit Through the Gift Shop. 
It is. It oh, is the, 100%. It, 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 it encompasses all of this. Just say you're you, good. You, people, you, people don't know what good is. You have a guy who basically goes, I am going to rip everyone off by doing a huge knockoff and, and just making stupid shit up. Like, I'm going to take a picture of... A, uh, you know Ronald McDonald, and I'm going to put a uh, a machine gun in his hand, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to call that a pain. I'm going to bank on the fact <laughs> that you don't know what good is, right? And that's what happened. People came out in droves to support this dude, and he was like, "Yeah, I really don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, Liam Gallagher from Oasis said that. He said he said people don't know what they want. They don't know what they want until you give it to them. So they like, buy you. It reminds me to like like when I go do a, a show and I'm playing. People want to hear songs, cover songs. And it's like, you want to hear that because you don't know what you want. If mm. I come up here and play original music and you did dig it or somebody else did and you dug their music or their style, you'd go, wow, I really like that. But you don't know. So you keep right. going with what you don't know. People didn't know they wanted the Beatles. They weren't like, we want a band that sounds like this until they heard the Beatles. And they go, I guess we, yeah, we like this. The people didn't know they yeah, wanted. Yeah, but then, and you know as well as I do it, in the beginning, the Beatles went like, okay, so they play on Ed Sullivan, right? And people mm. go or wherever they're first heard, and people go, wow, I like that song that they play, and they go, okay, great, we're going to make like 16 to 20 other ones exactly like this one. Well, they got to sell uh, records too, but they didn't know they but, wanted that until that came out. But what I'm saying is is then then a bunch of other acts came in and did the exact, they were like, we need a, music producers were like, we need to find sure. other people who can do this. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, that, once you get big enough, then you can mm-hmm. sort of do the Andy Warhol thing yeah. or the Kanye thing and just sort of like yeah. do your own thing. But yeah. anyway... So on top of the regular museum price, you pay like I don't know what it is like eight ten bucks or whatever, and you get to walk through all of his uh, all of his archives. And um, I would say like they had a bunch of TVs just playing like video of him like um, just 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 who just some gobbledygook he was saying. Yeah, it was a dumb haircut. How'd your wife uh, like it? I loved it. It was just like, oh, this guy really had it. Like he had the fire in his eye, and he really gets yeah, gets like, it. yeah, whatever, man. Like I, it was just lost on me. But the two 14-year-old boy, my my son and his friend, they both agreed with me that the guy's a hack, so I felt good about that. Campbell soup cans? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Campbell That's... soup cans, stamps, um, obviously the, the, the celebrity picture, Elvis, and like their celebrity uh, headshots with different colors is like is probably the most famous stuff yeah. that people know. There's a bunch of, I mean, they're cool looking, but it's not... Um... Yeah, but okay, respectable. It's just like a cool. It's like you, you do that with like a filter. You can now. I mean, you can now. But I mean, like, even at the time, like, okay, I get it. You're 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 transposing the photo. Um, that's a cool trick. It's not art. Yeah, but to do it once, not to be like, oh, John Wayne. I'm going to do the exact same thing I did with the Marilyn Monroe, but it's going to be your face. Is that a lot different than the Rolling Stone photographer that's real famous for taking up close photos of people's faces? He gets like every musician or cover art. You know what I'm talking I mean, about? He gets the yeah, raw. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing for every band. Like if you said, But that's oh. not a gimmick. That's just their face displayed and you do what you want with that image in your head, right? Yes and no, because I think that it's stylistically like that's the way this guy does. It's like uniquely his own. So if yeah. you hear a song by Nirvana, you know, hey, that's Kurt Cobain. Same yep. with Axl Rose. Same. It's like that's, there's just no mistaking a certain look, a certain sound. So maybe that's why it's like, hey, this is my thing, and people liked it, so I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's what you. But I, I feel like you got to reinvent yourself. Like you have Picasso has all these periods, right? And it's like, oh, he has the blue period, and then he's got the and and, and yeah. maybe all of them weren't the greatest, but because I look at Picasso and I'm like, okay, great. Like I, it's it's lost on me. 
but there are there are things like I guess a different kind of art that I can appreciate. I Dude, appreciate graffiti art. I'm like, other, wow. Other than gloomworld.com, <laughs> all art is lost on me. I don't I don't get art. There's certain things that each individual one of us see and it, it moves us, right? I just can't believe we've what all, some art goes for. I'm just like I don't I just don't get it. We all, and when I say all, I would say society as a whole or the tastemakers agree that Andy Warhol is somebody to be respected in the art world. And I don't know how like people who have art degrees can look at art differently than me or you and say like, well, this is good because this brush stroke goes this way or I, it just, it's lost on me. But so. people can go, I do appreciate art though, but people can, go, I don't know that I do. I try to, I just don't know that I'm refined enough. People can go, Kurt Cobain wasn't a good guitarist or a good singer. And I go, fine. He wasn't a good songwriter or whatever. Fine. But you watch like Nirvana unplugged or you watch one of their, their iconic performances. If it doesn't like, you can even go, it's not for me, but if you watch it, like, if you don't sort of get it, okay. You know what I mean? If you don't sort of understand that his voice was bigger than him, then I think, I don't know. I, I don't know how, how even subjective that is. Like, but, you can't watch Nirvana Unplugged and be like, I just don't see it with this guy. What is it? Isn't it just like I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, Eric, the guy who is the chef at... um What's the place in Valpo? The guy who makes the ramen? Yeah, what's that place called? Oh, Eric, the guy who's the chef at Franklin House. I was talking, just like the, uh, just like a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Eric, the chef from Franklin House, um, when he was on the Local 219 podcast, and according to Alan, and he was talking about his passion for cooking. It's like, it's, same with Kurt Cobain, I guess you have this like aura around you when you're when you're in the zone talking or doing or creating the art that you want to create and it's i guess it's it's like a you're you're doing it truly for the for the love of it yeah so like you're saying oh maybe he's not the best singer maybe he's not the best guitar player maybe he's not the most formally trained but at the same time like the dude believes in it so much you believe in it yeah and yeah. so he's passing off like it's real or it there's is no, there's super, no bullshit there. Or it is super subjective, and it's hard for me being an opinionated person to come around to that. Because I, I like watch Nirvana Unplugged, and I go, "If you don't get it, I don't know, dude." I'm not saying you have to like it, but if you don't understand why I like it, but wouldn't wouldn't you agree that Nirvana probably was unrefined in the way that they're like, "Hey, especially obviously in the beginning, it's like this is what we do." Nobody, it wasn't created by some record producer. And I'm not the biggest fan of Nirvana, but I'm saying like it's obviously like it's so raw and different. It's like, hey, this is what these guys are doing, and that's just, it is what it is. I think Kurt, like Co it or hate Kurt, it. Kurt Cobain's voice and what he had to say was so far ahead of his musical talent. So people go like, yeah, it's just four dirty chords. And he's like, yeah, but because his voice is so strong, and I don't know, I guess it's just super, it's super subjective, but because it's so. Um, different and important and because he, he really meant what he said. Even if his lyrics were garbage and sometimes they were intentionally garbage. Um, well, some people just have it. Like I look at Elvis and I go, I just don't, I don't get the hullabaloo at all ever. Yeah. You know, but I understand he also represented something that was so taboo that people were like, Oh, you know, Hey, this guy's doing this thing that like, is like making us all feel weird in places. We've, we've never said that a lot before too. And it's, it's the place and time too. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, sure. Corn. I admittedly, yeah, I used to listen to Corn. Not proud of it. I get it. I still stand by a couple of their records, whatever. But I understand. I that's where you got that cold sore. That's, yeah. It came with a, uh, a blister pack. Of I bought a double disc of Corn. Got a disease. So no, I mean, dude, it's Corn is one of the hardest bands to defend, right? 
but they came about in a time when stuff was stale. Yeah. It was it was the post Nirvana thing, and it was stale. People were like, uh, there was a bunch of kids that didn't know where to go, but they knew they were angry. like, we have these giant pants. What can we do with them? No, I just mean like, well, yeah, not only that, but like we've said it before, every X amount of years, a generation gets fed up and they need a voice that is for them. Well, by the time like new metal came around, people knew they that like grunge wasn't really their thing, but they were still angry youth. So you have to have something, you know, right. for each generation. That's I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel on that, but. I don't know. Why are we talking about Nirvana? I don't know. Because well, Andy Warhol. Oh, yeah. my point was, I feel like anyone can look at Andy Warhol and go, um, you know, like with Kurt, it's like you can't you you can't watch Unplugged and deny there's something there. But I think you can walk up to an Andy Warhol exhibit and go, I don't think there's anything here. I did. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, what I did. right. That's what it sounded like to me. So I wanted I wanted so bad for me to get it. Maybe if you were around in the just because I I had 70s, driven seventies late sixties seventies I had driven all the way to the city and paid for parking so I definitely Oof. wanted to get something out of this yeah and that's what my wife was also like oh and I joined the museum for this year so we can go an unlimited amount of times for the next year and I'm like I'm done so cool I can keep watching this <laughs> well there'll be other exhibits they they switch them out so you can go to the big see, ones. you can go see Gloom World for free well uh, just buy his stuff. The last thing I wanted to ask you here, do you, you have, you have some? Dude, I gotta listen. I gotta. Well, I have a recommendation. It's all cold sore related. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I do have a recommendation. Since you talked about music or right. movies, I want to talk about movies real quick. Uh, just TV, marvelous Miss Maisel. Which is it? Marvelous Miss Maisel. Did you watch it? Yeah, and we talked about it. We didn't talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, we definitely did because I was, was all I over super it for drunk? so long. I mean, no, I don't dude. Say, yeah. I mean, this, I, we this, didn't talk this, about it because I didn't even know you watched it. Oh, you come on! Look, do you, have you seen it, Santos? Have you do your thing? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've watched two seasons. And of you it. can't. You don't know that I've already found it and, and devoured it. What does that mean? Well, look what it's about. You watch. Tell, tell us what it's about. Oh, because it's so insanely Jewish. Yes, <laughs> it's the most Jewish TV show of all time, and she is a delight. Oh, Isn't she just a, a delight? Big bowl of whatever Jeff Garland says. Dude, hundred percent. Um, there's just nothing. I don't to remember not you like ever about talking about it, dude. Rachel Brosnahan, huh? Maybe yeah, I, for sure on the show. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't think I didn't because I was so. If I missed it, let me do a lap on it. Yeah, go ahead. It is. I'm super late to the party because three <laughs> three seasons of it are already on. Amazon I feel Prime. bad that I didn't do my due diligence to convince you to watch it. If in fact, no, I, I feel like if you it. mentioned it, I would have. It is the best looking TV show I've seen in a while. It just looks, it looks better than most movies I see. Every, and again, I don't know, and I said that about The Spy too, but I stand by it. I don't know cinematography, but I just see some of these shots in the park, and I go, I got to think they were out here all morning scoping the perfect angle mm. to get this shot. Uh, she looks so beautiful and amazing at all times, like going to sleep, wake. There's nights when she's like about to go on stage, and she's like, oh, how do I look? And you're like, oh, your makeup's a little off. And I'm like, no, it isn't. You look like someone just drew you. Don't you feel like we missed like that time? It just feels like the, uh, during it that era, me. there is nobody, man or woman, that ever left the house without looking their their. But nobody ever had a cold sore for sure. Oh, dude, can you imagine? But she is dressed to the nines. Good thing there weren't diseases. Back whether then. she's in the house making breakfast for her kids or. She, well, she never makes anything for anybody. They have well, a, I'm, whatever. That, that's a side note. Uh, 
I feel like you know how in books they have Monk's like her dad too, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know how they put like when you read a book, they put asterisks and you go to mm-hmm. the bottom. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should do that when I talk about this. Side note: worst parents ever. <laughs> They're just like because there's a there's a there's a difference in parenting now. Yeah, for to sure. their to like fifty years ago. And 50 years ago, it was like, hey, you show up every once in a while and go, you remember who mommy is? Cool. That's all they had to do. Yeah. I mean, these people are obviously the, like, cultural elite in in Manhattan in the 50s. Is so it tenured? She lives with her dad, who's a tenured professor. Yeah. Did you, how far did you get into it? Done. I mean, I'm caught up. Oh. Okay, well, let me just say, I started I watching it. twice. I started watching it when I went to Punta Cana. I downloaded a few episodes to watch on the plane. I, in one episode in, I was like, I love the show. I oh, love yeah. it. I burned oh, yeah. through two seasons of it. I'm about to start the third season, but if you haven't seen Marvelous Miss Maisel, it is the reason I like Mr. Saturday Night so much, that movie. This is also super Jewish comedy. It's like MASH, too. I don't know who wrote MASH, but I guarantee you can book it. Norman Mailer? Dude, you can book it. Whoever it was, same tribe. I love that sharp, like that sharp, witty comedy of line for line. This movie looks like a play a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like, the dialogue will go, it'll be a busy room. There'll be four people talking, and there's no wasted space. It's line, boom, boom, boom. And I can see why that would be bothersome to some people. It's too much, mm-hmm. but I appreciate like it. It's like a verbal... band, borscht belt, like... Yeah, it's like a verbal... The dialogue is like a verbal dance. Mm-hmm. They all have their move, and everyone has to move in synchronicity with each other. Sure. It's, um, it's like the final scene in Dirty Dance. I love the way, hundred <laughs> percent. There's no difference. It's actually in the Catskills, so yeah, there's no difference at all. Um, I love the way it looks. I love the way it's cast. I love the dialogue. It's such a good show. I'm crazy about it. I love it. So what? What is it about? Okay. Since you're gonna do, well, since you're I don't. Gonna... I don't do reviews. <laughs> no. Marvelous Miss Maisel is about a woman who is um in the mid to late '60s. She's very, very um affluent, and she's put together, and she's very much the perfect wife. Her whole thing is like, I'm a wife. I gave my husband a, a son and a daughter, and they're both healthy. And every night when she goes to bed, she takes her makeup off after he falls asleep so he doesn't see her. And every morning she wakes up before him to put her makeup back on. She's the per. I, if only. I, you know what I mean? This son of a bitch. Joel. Joel Maisel. What a jerk. Yeah. So um, she's this uh, stereotypical, if it ever existed, 60s perfect um, wife. Now... She ends up, her world collapses on her. Um, she Now, what does Joel do for a living at this time? Joel, at the time, is an executive vice president for some co- uh, company in, Who also in, in New moonlights. York. He moonlights as a comedian. He right. goes to this gaslight theater, and he does bits, comedy bits. And, and Miss Maisel, uh, Midge, basically goes with him, keeps a, a book, a journal, Writes down what he did well. Hey, you got two more laughs this week than last week. How Jewish of her. And, oh, dude. She totally notates everything perfectly. She makes a brisket to bribe the um, theater owners, uh, club owners, to give him a spot at a decent time. She finds out her husband has been stealing his act from somebody. He goes, oh, it's okay. Everybody does it. Anyway, her life collapses. She's a perfect wife. Everything falls apart. She has too much to drink. She goes back to this gaslight theater and rants and does three. She gets on stage. She goes on stage and she does three minutes of pure improv about how her life is falling apart. And it's very modern day stand up wherein you just take your personal life and you make jokes about it. And she's so fast and so off the cuff and it's great. And she kills. 
And next thing you know, it turns out she's got a hidden talent for this. And this is really what she's meant to do. And her old self is not who she was supposed to be. So there's a dichotomy there. It's just and all and it's, all yeah, the it's while not socially acceptable for a female to be talking this way or to be a stand-up comedian because hundred percent there isn't any. There's no female stand-ups. Yeah. So so basically, this is this is a story. This is Lenny Bruce's story, told from the perspective of a female. But Lenny Bruce is also uh, important to the story. He's, He's one of the characters in, in yeah. the story. But her story is actually supposed to be based on Lenny Bruce's rise. But it's a female version oh, of really? that. So yeah, completely fictional, but I know there's had Lenny Bruce a... been a female, this is what, what But you know, but being that she's because a female, she, she it gets adds thrown in so jail much. because of you know, she's being body and doing things that I don't like, even want to spoil the first yeah, episode, yeah, okay. but it, right, ends, don't, don't. it ends wonderfully. <laughs> it's a great ending. So yeah. yeah, no, it's um I don't know. My wife watched it with me a little bit. She kinda liked it, but she kept falling asleep early. Perfect. Because you know what? I look at like stuff like that, I'm like, I just want this for me. So well, great. We were watching it together, and she would fall asleep, and I'd go like, and she was like, "I don't care if you watch, just update me on what happens." Next thing you know, I'm like, "Well, I'm two seasons in." And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I've been watching it while I drive. So good. When did so, the When did the third season come out? I don't know, but it's on Prime now. Yeah. So I'm guessing fourth season's about to come out for real. So good. So good. So good. Yes, yeah, definitely one of my favorite shows. You never mentioned it. I definitely did. I got to find out when it, I got to I got to figure out when I watched it. You know, so I, I got a guy that does it. this. I gotta, yeah, I'll sick my. Ben, ha- ben has a, a an archivist <laughs> who, who will go back and hey, tell my man, you know, we didn't speak about this. Yeah. Hopefully you're listening to this while you're cooking or preparing or whatnot. Or if you enjoy it so much, play it again when everybody starts talking about politics. Just say, hey, knock it off. We're going to listen to a podcast instead of talking about making America great yeah. or not get, making America great. Or Get your Alexa out and, and put it on the cupboard. And then when your uncle starts going, well, to be fair, the economy's yeah. never been better. You go, boop, boop, boop. Siri. Play Hey My Man. Episode 234 of the Hey My Man podcast. So that's it. We'll see you next time. Later.